0: hello episode 11 episode 11 wasn't even going to exist in the original hd embodied podcast series and here we are in episode 11 with the incredible nikki because i thought we can't complete this series without having a couple of conversations about really cool things about human design that actually merge with other things. And one of those is obviously Gene Keys. I get asked all the time, how do Gene Keys and human design kind of connect or what's what's the relationship between them? And, you know, and I could talk about this from the perspective of human design, but who better to come in and be on HD Embodied and talk to me about uh, her human design and how Jean Keys and human design do their funky little dance together than somebody who is really embodied in that technology and that is Nikki. So welcome Nikki for joining us today.
1: Thank you. I feel very excited to be here. Me. so
0: nikki is a splenic projector she's a one four i thought she was a one three we had a conversation about this before because she's such a fabulous experimenter but she's actually a one four which is uh the devoted teacher that we have out there so the person it's all about uh developing really quality relationships with people as well as gathering all this amazing uh information from you know our field and the world and other people and all those things uh, she has I actually
1: a... think it's my 4323 channel that gets mistaken for a yeah. one-three.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, that would, be, yeah, that would be it. true. Yes. And then she has the right angle cross of Explanation 1 as her incarnation cross, incarnation cross being something that I'm sure that we'll talk a little bit more about today because it's one of the beautiful connections with Jean But before we dive into the convo, Nikki, give us your kind of Mm -hmm. overview of what Jane Keys is and, and, you know, and how it's part of your life.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I will start with the place that is true, which is I do Jane Keys in a most unconventional way because that's how I do everything. (laughs) And, um, For me, one of the really key foundational reasons why I found Gene Keys to be so attractive after studying human design for a while, not in a teaching capacity, really in an understanding myself capacity, was that it made an even deeper synthesis into the DNA, into the amino acids that correspond with the activations of the channels and gates, let's call them, from the human design aspects. Um, And I just felt super turned on about the way I felt that in my body. Like, I would read from the Gene Keys on a particular channel and literally feel it like beaming with light electric and i was like ah like what is this like tingling beat. and i was like holy shit like this is changing me cellularly connecting with these frequencies yeah. in my body and that uh that sensation that feeling that ex experience of having the being lit up from inside of me is actually like magic I think that's where magic comes from like our life force beaming and pulsing you know like that thing and I was like basically it was really simple I want more of that feeling it was that simple I want more of that feeling I want that feeling all the time I want to like radiate on all cylinders in that. That's really (laughs) what got me into it. And then after studying it for some time, I started to have these awarenesses of how I ended up from when I was so very young on this path. Like when I was young, um, I've always been obsessed with questions. Obsessed. Like why was my favorite question, as a child and it reached the point where um <clears throat> my family it in fact didn't take very long for my f- family and my parents to cease being able to adequately answer my questions. You're such a <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> No, like, let's get this. Of course, this was before the internet. So this is like, let's get this child some en- encyclopedias because we just don't know what to do. Basically, it was like, I got banned from asking why, like, literally, the <laughs> word got banned from my lexicon. <laughs> oh my god, everyone out there is like, Why?
0: Pre-internet <laughs> Pre- one people are like, oh my god, I hear you.
1: And I used to have my encyclopedias out like like we would have internet tabs so I would be reading and I would hit something that I didn't know I would like go look in the other one for it my encyclopedias had like a thousand little bits of paper place markers and there'll be like 12 out open on the floor of my bedroom I <laughs> Tangible, touchable internet tabs. We made <laughs> right? it first. Back the in the day, internet tabs. And um, then, when I reached a certain point, I think I was about twelve. Before then, I was obsessed with knowing what is everything. What? Why is the sky the earth? Like, what the fuck is all of this? What is happening? And then when I was about 12 and, you know, this corresponds with something that's quite strong in the gene keys is the transmission of life stages and how our frequencies develop according to our body development, our hormonal development, our brain development, all of these aspects. Um, And it's, you know, that stage of transition when you're coming into selfhood, like recognizing like, oh. I was just me and now like I'm me in relationship to others what does all this mean so I then started to become like a very deep investigator of the human body like my own experience I was obsessed with biology and chemistry and I would study all the human body stuff obsessed with the brain like I knew I don't remember them all now but I knew the names of every single internal thing and how they all worked according to the textbooks which of course now a lot of it is wrong, but that's okay. That was the best science they had at the time. And then when I hit probably 15 or 16, I started to become fascinated with like the cosmos, the universe, quantum physics, DNA. It was new then, DNA was new, like understanding that. And I was like, wait, what, there's like, (laughs) program that is like that creates me and everyone's is different. I was just like, oh, my God, it all makes sense now. And I wanted to become a um, neurosurgeon. At that point, I was studying everything. I was like, I want to understand how the brain works, how the body works, how the cosmos works, how quantum physics relates to like the cellular things. And they're just like there was no data then back then for that stuff. And I put it all down got on with having like a normal life as I was supposed to getting a normal job and doing all that stuff never went away though that curiosity I was always like new scientist was like my best friend I was like always in there trying to investigate stuff and it all just came flooding and rushing back to me when I started to look at gene keys like puzzle pieces landing Isn't it? I was a- like I don't need to be a, a neuroscientist actually because my connection to my own internal mapping of sensation and understanding can change all of the things that uh, a neurosurgeon would be cutting for and in fact when I started to study neurosurgery I was like these can I swear here these motherfuckers don't even know what they're doing they're just like cutting and hoping and praying and I was reading all of these surgical texts so not like I was just like I was in doctor databases I was like I might have sort of. <clears throat> the answers, I've got the channel of the answers. So I used to, this is funny, I used to practice. I would go on a website and I would just ask, what is the password for this? <laughs> and I would just receive it. So I. <laughs> 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 it made me really good at exams. Like I would go in the exam room. I was a crammer, didn't really study much, but like would cram. I would go into the exam room and I would be like, the answers are in this room. Someone studied this. And I would just like, don't
0: tell anyone. This is is gate four for people that are are listening. (laughs) The gate of formulating answers. And Nikki actually has a defined head, which is really cool. Like not, not, you know, only 30% roughly of the population have the defined head and she has this beautiful channel that is about, you know, having realisations from gathering the data that, you know, is for her her mind gather. so like this story is so funny we're getting to see like the development
1: thing in action it's true Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah and I love what you were saying about how you put these pieces down and then back later on all these pieces came together and you know that's very like defined g center kind of uh way that life you know takes us as long as we you know let what is for us come to us then it all puts itself together at some point on the path right
1: absolutely
0: so great so when you talk about uh like this gene keys activating inside Mm -hmm. of you like literally feeling the frequency in your dna this is this is where i love how human design and gene keys it's like for me there's you know people have always been forever going like gene keys is better than human design or human design is better than gene keys and i'm like well if i live my you know what i preach which is nothing is better or worse every nothing is right or wrong like what is the for me what is the two of these uh you know these technologies uh, i just see
1: them as like uh expressions of uh systemizing the raw data really they're just different systems
0: yeah it's just different ways of accessing that like intangible nature of this magic right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so for people at home that are wondering like what is the connection between them Really the way that if you look at if we call them maps, right, if you look at the human design map and you look at the gene keys map, uh the gene keys map and the human design map, the way that they connect is really the planetary activations. The gates in the human design system, mm-hmm. certain planetary activations make up the map of the gene keys paths or mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what the language that you use for gene keys in terms of like the uh the different uh paths that they have. Sequences, I think, aren't they?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is yeah. like an activation sequence.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is really just like a embodying the physical shell of you and sort of putting it into gear. Yeah. Like, oh, I've just been floating a la- around. I'm like, no, we go first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear. So it's like a building a momentum of your connection with self and understanding like we all know what we do yeah I do this I'm like that I say those things I feel like this but really like the way I experience the gene keys from this perspective is like uh, opening the hood and having a look inside and being like oh yeah that little turny thing is connected to ah that's right and when I don't listen to that spot that next one gets fucked up so there's these beautiful interwoven each of the spheres has a relationship with its next sphere and they make a little dance together you know it's like yeah like driving if anyone drives a manual car you go first you go second you coming around the corner you speed up you go to third or slow down back down to second and you're moving around inside of your own system according to responding to the external environment or your own inner And that feeds back to the aspect of human design it's either something in your internal system moves you or you're in response to something in the external stimuli environment
0: exactly um and then the the other connection that i really love is i talk a lot about in human design you know you you know we're here for either alchemy which is our sensitivity to what's outside of us or mastery which is in terms of like learning how to use what's in, in in us um, and Gene Keys really speaks so beautifully to this in terms of like the, the shadow or the, the gift or the city of of each and every gift that we can potentially either hold or encounter. Yes. And so when you're playing with human design and you're like, you know, I say this, the the colour in your chart is... Like you have it, but doesn't mean you're a master at it like straight off the bat, right? Like we, we, we are in a game of practicing our own energetic makeup to become masters at how to use those gifts out in the world. And so when you're looking at like, say for you and you've got the personality sun gate of gate 49, Mm -hmm. and then you, you, you know, you play around with that through your life. And so you'll move through a level of mastery as you, as you go through that. And of course that relates to like moving from the shadow to the city embodiment of that gene yes. yeah. key. Uh-huh.
1: Um
0: So for people at home that aren't familiar with like the connection, that's really like how they come together. Um, do you have anything that you want to say around mastery and like that, <clears throat> that embodiment of your own, you know, your own mastery?
1: Yeah. So the, the, Gates in relationship, well Gates, the spheres, we call them spheres in Jane Keys, whatever, it's all the same. Um, in relationship to like what challenges me in my life to kind of grow more deeply into an embodiment of what's really true. Like in human design, you might call it the deconditioning, but the way I experience it in Jane is more like an emanation. So um, it doesn't really focus on deconditioning per se. It focuses more on like recognizing where your particular frequency would kind of collapse, if you will, and not be in its emanation state. Um, And something that really illuminated my experience of being in shadow, if you want to call it that, is the internal experiential pathway of the way the shadow connects to the city so at the very bottom at the deepest darkest depths of the shadow is actually like a quantum portal to your city and that magic when i realized it not intellectually through reading the book or hearing the thing in my own lived experience of working with my own frequency is like, say for example, the 49, if I'm in some kind of unconscious reaction about something and I'm feeling my feelings and I'm doing whatever my pattern it is to do there. So for example, that would be reactive intolerance in my foregate. It doesn't take much now for me to dip straight down into <clears throat> the rebirth channel, which is like just becoming fresh and new and a whole frequency that is like beyond the known through forgiveness. So I, I understand what's happening and it's like a revolutionary experience of like turning it on its head, yeah. internally forgiving, like not for anyone else, so that I can let like go and be free. And then I can like rebirth into that new frequency, which is like anything's possible, which is really this like a freshness. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. And when I felt that thing I suddenly um it's like the chart came to life in three dimensions and I started to see it moving around like a diorama like uh yeah like uh is it what it's called a diorama when something's hanging and it's in three dimensions I like, think imagine so. it with little toothpicks in between all these balls all kind of moving and I was like oh <gasps> Oh my God, like it's, it is all connected. They all interweave and dance together. And it's not necessarily that they have to follow a specific order, but for example, in the pathway of awakening, you follow the specific order to watch those frequencies unfolding and interrelating together around the outside. And then as you come up the Venus sequence, I experience that personally as like, going down into my body and the Venus sequence is like coming up through my center like around my heart into um, the pearl sequence which is like my head and throat kind of thing yeah and to watch this energetic movement through my own expression and uh, like I call it aliveness life force whatever you want but it has a sparkle to it when you let it move and flow versus like, oh, I'm stuck in my shadow. No, like go down the fucking portal that it offers you and allow it to like pop out into the quantum field of possibility. Like the way I see that <clears throat> breaks the um, breaks, uh, adjusts the epigenetic expression inside of our DNA to do something different than what we have been imprinted with uh in our genetics from our family from our parents from our experiences literally flips the epigenetic switch to have a new expression of our dna structure so the dna itself doesn't change the the coding remains i'm always going to be me in this physical body but the transparency let's say how much energy or light or flow can emanate out of me, how much aliveness can move through me, that changes radically.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a, like a beautiful description of it. And if if you're listening to this on audio rather than watching the video, I really encourage you to specifically go back and watch this section on video because watching Nikki move then as she was talking about it, I'm like, oh, hell yes, right? And I think this is like- It's very visceral for me. I think this accessible. is like you, you like you know I I've had a I've I've had a session with Nikki on on my own gene keys and like and I, it really uh, was such a beautiful experience for me because it really is like it's the same as as how I like to hold human design is it's like this embodied experience of this technology rather than the mental transference of the mm-hmm. info that is also available but
1: totally. but I always tell people like go read the technical stuff in the book yeah that's yeah. not what i'm here for i'm yeah. here for like the frequency transmission i'm here for like pointing to the spot where you can move in your own portal like that's the magic for me mm, Everyone, yeah. go read yes read the technical stuff e- educate yourself illuminate yourself study your own chart but, and Feeling it and being shown the place that you can't see is really what the reading is for if you have a reading, you know, because yes. I can't always see my own chart. There was um, one of my favorite human design teachers, actually, John Martin, I'm sure you know of him. Um, I went and had a session with him after I studied Jane Keys and I just wanted to, um, I really only went and saw him for one thing and I wanted to make sure that I was interpreting my splenic response correctly and I specifically went to him because he's like so far out and amazing and cosmic um, and he's a splenic projector and I was like I want to get his transmission on splenic projection and I only asked him one question, <laughs> question is so short. I was like this is all I want to know it's like sure tell me and I said, so that feeling I have where like uh, a, a pulse of awake lightness moves through me and my whole skin tingles and I'm like, mm, I'm like this on a thing. I was like, is that my splenic response? Because I, I think it is. And he's like, yeah, he's like, that's it. And I said, yeah, because it goes away. And if it got, it either comes back in another angle, if it's still alive, the thing, or it's just gone. And he's like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, ah, oh, good. And like that, that moment was this transition for me of like, got it. I trust this thing implicitly now. And then when I took that sensation back with me into my gene keys, it like, um, accelerated my progress through my chart because then i was like this is all that matters listening to that like zoom 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 thing yeah. I don't know yeah. why I just told you that was that the answer to the question. No, I think that's I think
0: I think that's that's like spot on. It's really beautiful about this way of Well, there's oh there's there's something in it around human design that I really loved is that like talking about this like you went to this person cuz you had this specific question and and you knew that they had a similar kind of makeup to you cuz I get asked this a lot in terms of like you know I I've had a human design reading but I've come to you and I'm not really sure what we're going to have a reading on or I'm a projector so can I work with you if you're a generator and like what's mix and match and mix and match and my answer to this is always like what's your you know what's your authority saying like you can never have in my opinion you can never have too many human design readings or you know who you work with is not necessarily about their mental uh interpretation of what they've got to offer you but like you've got to be able to feel it in your body and so that conversation about knowing that he has a similar or like there's the authority is there that you wanted to specifically ask about authority even though you'd had information from elsewhere beforehand but it's like you just know sometimes you you know getting that permission is like the magic that kicks into gear all this other stuff so that's really what i received from that mm. um, and i just also love hearing you talk about what a, a splenic uh you know authority is like right and like,
1: well actually that I'll, I'll mention another thing about this and it relates back to um the story i was telling from when i was younger that was the upside, but the downside was um or the shadow side or what the whatever. My uh 4426 channel. Yeah. Look, all kind of shit happens in that zone. Like nobody knows what is happening there. Mm.
0: It's actually, one, I've, and I'll be honest, like it's one of the hardest channels for me to transmit and read on. I don't have it either. So I've also got no personal experience of that channel of energy and how it flows. And, you know, and, and you can read so much theoretical information on that channel. It's, all bullshit. it's,
1: let's, not, okay. it's not all bullshit. Let's go. Know, go. But, go um,
0: give it to okay. us. Like I really so love it.
1: I'm going to, I like to tell stories to mm-hmm. illuminate things. So... The way this channel channel. has shown up, I know, right? Explain everything. (laughs) Uh, The way this channel has shown up in my life is like these moments of laser focused inspiration that are not logical, are usually incorrect according to social perceptions. And certainly when I was younger, most definitely got me into trouble. Not really because I was doing something bad, but I was always doing something unexpected, unconventional, surprising. And um, the, the way it moves from the splenic response is that same like zing this focused. And then the way for me that it connects with that will center is like... indescribably unstoppably revolutionarily like out there in terms of like you shouldn't do that nobody will like it you will lose friends you will piss people off and when someone would ask me when i was a child why did you do that i would say i don't know yeah because when I was a child or a teenager, I didn't. This thing, it's like it would grab me from the inside and like hurtle me in that direction. And it would be like flying on a roller coaster, but without the rails. There's no, you're not following the track. You've like gone off the track and you're like zipping through the cosmos. Now, of course, I'm in the physical reality, But the the things that it would move me to do would really be related to my own subconscious. So deeply my own subconscious. And I would do stuff and afterwards I'd be like, I mean, that was a bit off, why did I do that? But I could feel inside me like my own motivation experientially to like be in that place where no one else is, where no one else, no one does that, why would you do that? Yeah, because I was angry. I was in reaction, or I was like wanting to feel something, or get something, or go somewhere. Like just like this thing would, like a little switch would flip. Uh, the opportunism would be really yeah. alive there. Where I, I don't know where I'm going, and I want to also investigate that thing. And I, it would be. Um, nobody would i really felt misunderstood there because i would get in people get angry like how could you not know that that would upset me or that's the wrong thing to do and like all i knew in that spot was like well you're really mad and you can't see that you're being mad is about you and you not liking it but no one asked me about how i feel and if i liked it or not it's just like the basic paradigm of you're wrong yeah. and i found it very difficult when i was younger to navigate this channel now that i now that i what, do whatever i want whenever i want because i can <laughs> <laughs> now it's a place of like immense freedom and delight yeah. because I it's like all unexpected i don't know what's going to happen but the passion that drives the expression of it is like delicious to me and it's magnetic that's what I really find in that um there's a determination about it that's kind of this unstoppable yeah I become a force of nature in those places so
0: this this is the thing right force of nature right like if we look at this from the human design perspective is like it's a tribal channel right Mm -hmm. so it is like actually about keeping the tribe up with the times of like well what's well for like this time in humanity not what was wellness
1: totally and i've always been on the cutting edge of that and it really pissed people even
0: even a year ago and we and this channel gets talked about as like the health highway in terms of like looking at our our wellness on a physical kind of level right or but you look at you look at where it comes from right like We've outsourced health, so we've given away power around a wellness mm-hmm. on any level to the external to tell us what will will make us well, from diets to drugs to. I've
1: never liked uh, any of that stuff. Whatever. Don't tell me what to do. And then on the other
0: end, this ego center. This is like the most conditioned you know center in the human design system it's all about like what will make us a good person right and so like what you're <laughs> really talking about is like this spontaneous in the moment i'm just gonna like say fuck that to what i've been told will keep me well and what i've been told allows me to be in existence in society right now and i'm gonna literally just like literally jump off the rails and totally. do my and own thing
1: it does completely bypass because it's a, a splenic to it entirely bypasses the rational it just, so, just yeah. not even on the matrix of rational yeah. or logical and it's irrelevant actually if it yeah. makes sense to anyone else yeah it's entirely irrelevant if it fits with any kind of paradigm it's like The any rule that would have would not conform to that thing being right or true, the rule is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that expression actually can't be incorrect for me. It can't be. It could be incorrect for someone else, but that's not my fucking business. Yeah.
0: But it's also like that that and I think that's the thing, like if we look at the the tribal nature of this channel is actually like you being or people with this you know 44 26 being like well fuck that i'm 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 going like i'm yeah. i'm i'm leaping i'm this doing and, and you can feel however you want to feel about that and you can say according to what you know you think or believe about that but i'm i'm doing this It's like literally carving the path to the, Mm. to the collective, the tribe, the tribe's wellness, because we are living in these really out, I mean, and this is where your projector side comes in, right? Like it's like we're living in these really outdated systems, in these really old energetics. And like when you were talking before about it, about being the emanation, like bringing into that, you know, that lightness of that frequency and like radiating that out, this is really like, where, you know, as a projector, you come in and you refine and tweak and, and, and change things up for that. Right. And so this channel of energy, I just love, like, it makes me laugh when you say like, I'm like, oh, well now that I just do whatever I want.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, and honestly, it took me a long time to liberate myself in that realm, you know, and it's not to say that I never have the thoughts of what will that person think or how will that person feel, but I can, more robustly sit yeah. with that difference and be right with it
0: yeah it's so great it does give me some permission because I have the 26 as and I and I'm like I've I, uh, like swung on the pendulum of being like a fuck you kind of person to a like oh, oh shit right. I hope they like me kind of person right like it's like the I constant.
1: resonate with that so deeply like yes and it's very um what I found in the pendulum swing of that is that um, I used to get a lot of feedback when I was younger about like being Jekyll and Hyde as in like one minute you're like this and I'm like who the fuck are you what are you like I thought you were like so nice and that's when I'm like please like me I'll do everything you No, no, no. and then it's like I get tired of that and it's not true anymore and then I'm like Yes, inside me I say fuck you really. I've actually said it outside to people, but I will like do stuff through yeah. that activation channel that disturbs the yeah, harmonic of compliance and bursts well, out.
0: Yeah, and if we look at the mastery of that gate, you know, like it's it's the it's the will to be the best, right? So it's really related to at at ego like and and I've had that like big superior ego thing and I've had that like no self-worth whatsoever I'm like so unlovable and it's
1: confusing right like how can I at the same time think I'm better than everyone and also feel like totally like, <laughs> nobody likes me and I'm worth I'm like what uh, yeah <laughs> how yeah. can this be true yeah. and it's not that's the thing like switching the um focus into That being an internal resource that I have inside of myself to feel good and know I'm doing my best means I like myself more and then I can trust myself to follow that pulse of inspiration and uh, not apologize for that and in fact be so like resonant and responsive in myself to that, that it's always true for me that I'm like that. And then it never surprises people when I do wacky stuff. Cause I was always doing wacky stuff.
0: Yeah. And this is where it's like, um, like, I don't know what your interpretation of it is and you, you'll be, you know, a lot more intimate with it. But when I look at the city of that gate, cause I've spent some time sitting with that, like invisibility. And for me, it's always felt like, well, it's about being able to be completely free of, needing that attachment to what the external is thinking, feeling, doing, saying, whatever around what I'm, you know, uh, what I'm being, doing, saying, and all of that sort of stuff. Um, Whereas before it was like the ego was built on the the interaction with the external, right? And so it's so interesting when I when I like, I looked at that and and looked at like, so what does invisibility mean to me? And I had so much coding, so much programming around that being a bad thing or like uh, having that unattachment and that, you know, that lack of tangible uh, connection um, was like gonna put me in danger in some way.
1: Mm. Yeah. I I fucking love this Jane Key actually. Um- it's in the Codon Ring of Light. So it's really about like, how do we work with light, become like artful or masterful in the way we relate with light. So mm, it always reminds me of, of this. Um, how do I want to explain this? Uh, yeah. So I'll start with the interpretation of light, which is delayed inside of our brain, according to what we see. And so, in that delay, we decide what we're seeing and interpret it according to our own filter. How fucking magnificent is that? If I decide that I'm gonna fucking like what I'm seeing, then I do. And it's so uh, beautiful to make space in between, the place where I've decided or, or um, perceived something as being this or that or judging it or, or whatever we do with it, right? Yeah. And so in that place, making space there, recognizing there's a gap between what I'm seeing and receiving and my interpretation and decision about what it means and how I feel about it and what it looks like to me. We are in that as the expression of the light and the receiver of the light so it reminds me that invisibility it's almost like when i connect with it the density of me fully expands and it's like i just see myself as dancing cells just dancing cells dancing cells (laughs) light and electrons just flashing in and out of existence what do you think what do you think of this who am i now like what's this how you're like what's happening here what's happening there like What's going to happen? Should we we decide now what's going to happen? Or should we just wait until it touches the conditioned version, oh, that means this and that means that. And now I feel like, oh, that I'm going to be upset. There's going to be no parking. Everything's going to be hard. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at the reality you live in. Not over here, bitches, like, (laughs) that's not how it happens. I like vanish here and I reappear over there inside of a car space. How did you do that? Magic. Because I've decided. Yeah. And that like, um, there's a manipulation required, like a dece- I, I'm going to masterfully manipulate and command my own reality on this frequency. When I vanish from here and pop up over there, I'm going to be welcome over there. It's going to be a fucking good time over there. Everything I want is happening here now and over there. Like, so, (laughs) and
0: just for listeners, Nikki and I've had like just, personal chats as friends and Nikki does this all the time she manipulates her reality to just make what she wants magically happen
1: that's true recently a a go-kart place opened up near my house and I was like yeah bitches because I did not want to drive an hour and a half to the go-kart racing place in Penrith I wanted to go to the one in Moore Park thank you now I can just like random Tuesday morning go boss a racetrack
0: yeah so great so great (laughs) I want to ask you something cuz this was something that when you and I did like sat with my Jane keys when you mm. uh when you uh did that for me it like it, it blew everything open cuz it was something in my human design that I just hadn't even looked at in my own personal human design cuz I wasn't really like it doesn't stand out in my human design as being something that's particularly like attention attention grabby A- yeah like like when I looked at the chart it did not like like shine out at me as being like pay attention to me and yet when you pull out my gene keys it's like right there in the center of my pearl and we talked about it and actually like being with this energetic gift was so amazing and that was gate six and like the city of peace for me and like actually me cultivating like some sort of a connection to that frequency has changed so much in my life um so talk to me about talk to me a little bit about the pearl sequence and like Mm. that kind of thing because I think this is really like for me it it really like opens some stuff up and it wasn't like I mean people when they look at human design and gene keys the, the I think it's the genius sequence is like our incarnation cross in human design translates a lot over to gene keys and I see lots out there in the field it's probably the first way that people you know, kind of connect the two and it's usually in relation to business and they use Mm -hmm. it in this very, like, mental kind of way. Yeah,
1: or like, oh, that's how I get my money. Uh That's my
0: branding. That's my, like, and they really, like, and this is where, like, with human design I'm always, like, live it, experience it first and then learn the theory second so you don't create a story around the theory that actually blocks you from the magic.
1: Well, and truth be told, like, in the Gene Keys programs that Richard Rudd offers, which are magnificent, do them if it feels good for you to do them, they do um, put this set of frequencies, if you will, in alignment with like prosperity and kind of like let's call it the kind of divine completion of your emanation flow of energy like that you know like there's this sense of once i get that thing like everything will be okay but you can't rush to get there right it's like it is up here in your head so you think you're really clever in that spot and you are that's what it's for and then right if you haven't gone down into your body And experienced those energetic flows and patterns of every single place where you fucking dive down into your shadow you need to know how to get yourself through that portal in the bottom of the shadow out to your city to your revolution to your shift in utilizing those frequencies because we can all get really easily stuck and there's a million places to do that in your life. But really the, the, it's not really the purpose, the beauty of understanding these energy transmissions or frequencies in you is so that you can freely allow yourself to connect with the kind of divine purpose of you or the emanation or the usefulness or the service of you like in the world that it's it's this every system has this in it right it's like good you've you've deconditioned yourself you've like understood the flow you've recognized Oh look, I'm a split definition. And wait, when I'm around that person, suddenly I'm like, blip blip, beaming on all cylinders. Go out in the cafe, and I'm like, woo yeah, I'm so smart. Go find me, like, I can't think of anything. It's the same. But until you know you, in those moments, it doesn't matter how clever you are out there in the world. If you can't differentiate what lights you up and turns you on in all circumstances and so the way I see the pearl is really this like crystallized expression of the throat like the the top down aspect so in human design it would be like the head and the are coming out the throat but like so what if you haven't got being fed by the bottom of the chart moving up so what you know, like I
0: like, blah, 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 you know? Oh, this is, this is brilliant. Cause it, it is like, um. like I think when I came to you and I, and, and I, you know, and the six came alive inside of me, if it, it, like beforehand, it wouldn't have you know. And this is divine timing. Like you land in these spots and receive these pieces of information when it's right for you to receive them. And if it's not the right time, they don't land. Like if somebody had told me something about you know peace as like, it would have been in
1: one and out I of whatever. I would have been like, bitch.
0: Peace. I would have been like this. I would have been like, bitch. I am peaceful. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Right. Like it, it, that's what I would have been like. And, Do I not look peaceful to you? And I would have been totally, yeah, exactly. And I would have been totally unconscious to the irony of that expression,
1: right? Like, how dare you tell me I'm not peaceful? What yeah. About?
0: Which, but when it came to me, it was so uncomfortable to think about like the embodiment of peace and what that meant for me that it was exactly the right time. I was just at that point of like discomfort, but also, able to open to it. And so then I went on the, on the thing. Right. And that was literally because I had been on this journey of down and then back up to be able to be like vibrating at that point when, when the vibration could match it. Right.
1: And it is that it is that frequency vibration thing. And it has to be, um, the frequencies in the chart, like they have numbers. It doesn't represent a scale. Or anything like that but those like <clears throat> when they, when when I see the beauty of the way that correlates to how many strands in our DNA and the way it correlates to like ancient ancient I Ching right they were observing nature and themselves and writing their illuminations about that then eventually We were like, oh, we're so smart. Look what we're made of. We're made of these strands of DNA. Cool. Let's explore and explain how the science of that works. Let's get all the answers right. But still, no one understands the fucking magic of like, yeah, good. We know how gametes um, meet together and make um, an embryo. And who's in there? And how does the who that's in there get in there? Who put that there? When did that happen? What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: when I looked at this part really deeply felt into, you know, this about how like your grandmother's chart is more like your chart than your mother's chart. And we, you know, go these generational leaps and we, you know, my child is going to be like my mom and that's probably going to piss me the fuck off and all that stuff. Anyway, When I looked at this and I felt into it from the gene keys, from the genetic expression and the frequencies, it was really like, holy shit, it's this alchemize and transcend and transmute the energies to be my most clear and divine expression of myself in this life. I'm not meant to be my grandma because she couldn't do what I could do. She wasn't allowed to go to school. She had an arranged marriage. Like, I'm the first person in my family to ever go and get an education, go to university, not have an arranged marriage. Like, no, my mom didn't have an arranged marriage. But, like, that's fucking crazy. So it wouldn't have mattered how deeply embodied my grandma is or was in her frequency chart. There was shit that was literally not possible at that time in that place in her life. And so it's like uh, my the egg of me was grown inside of my mother while she was inside of my grandmother. Yeah. So what is this agreement that we have to like a new life, come a new consciousness comes in to host the eggs of the vehicle or the, physical body that they grow in but they're kind of a um foreign body if you will the genetics and the biology of us is a an evolutionary dance that keeps going but the consciousness of us that thing has an intelligence that we haven't been able to understand define describe yet and still How did it happen that me chose my two parents with their unique signatures? Like, did they have anything to do with it?
0: (laughs) This is the rabbit hole I live in. I love it. I love it. Did they
1: have anything to do with it? Because when I look at those two humans, I'm like, look, they could barely be in the same room together. I have a very particular and specific expression of uniqueness that required these two humans And the different experiences that I had, they were not together when I was growing up. The different worlds that I inhabited in their two different lives, so polarized. So, and that was like this, I feel like it's a choice my soul made that was like, you are going to have like all of these hugely polarizing diametric experiences because you are going to need to have range to hold and express this thing that you're here for and when i was a kid i felt like super victimized i was like listen i don't like any of this i don't like you i don't like you none of you seem to like or understand me what the fuck am i doing here How did i don't even get here what is this yeah yeah <laughs> And then when i see like for example vocation in my chart um is the City of invincibility, the gift of determination and the shadow of inertia and vocation. You can look at like, oh, that's my work, for example. But no, this is like the vocation of my life to be dedicated to overcoming my own inertia, to be so willing to be so determined to continue to be myself in all moments that I become invincible nothing can stop me when i'm on my own frequency fully and completely nothing not a fucking moving train not a plane not a person not a government not my mom like nothing
0: i could i could just keep listening to (laughs) you but the thing the thing that's really sparking for me is as well like it gives people a different lens to look at uh like ancestral Mm -hmm. and generational patterns, right? So we quite often look at this through the lens of like I'm here to be, like people get uh, really attached to this I'm the black sheep or I'm the lineage breaker, I'm the the one that's going to end this here and I'm going to create something new, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, whereas like the way that you spoke to it just then, rather than being about endings, it was about, again, it's that emanation coming through of like, oh, well, this is actually – like, you know, from from my grandmother, what did I receive that I'm here to amplify? What am I here? what, What came through her to me via my mother that I'm here to light up even more, to bring into even greater presence, you know, like, I feel like there was such a piece of permission there when I was listening to you speak, that it's not about like, also what we're like letting go of that deconditioning deprogramming ending whatever but also like what am i what am i turning the volume of up what am i like bringing bringing through that's like been waiting patiently for the right place the right time the right, the right embodiment yeah, the right moment in this timeline, in this life as well. Like it didn't happen before, you know, the victimization was also perfect because that's what woke it up in me to bring through even more, you know, like I just, I I really love this. I love listening to you. Then I just like went on a whole thing. Like I had a whole, if anybody was watching my face, I was like, out in there, <laughs> thing like woo, which is really like quite often my experience of speaking to you. Have such a mm. gift of being able to like connect people mm-hmm. to the the bigness the of thing, what yeah. we have access to. Yeah,
1: I see um, that as like the the answers merging with that genius kind of expression. It's like who thinks of that? Well, me. Mickey. <laughs> and when you're
0: with her <laughs> you get to think about it too oh so great so great and, th- and this is like also you know if we bring this like right back to basics this is the beauty of having a defined head people that have a defined head out there this is the gift that you give all of us with our open heads where we're like ah, oh, that's all the information and then we get to be around you and we get to actually be with that information in like a more tangible way rather than just like floating in the field being like i don't know what what to touch here right
1: right and i'm full of hypothesis from that place because i don't actually know yeah. what's true yeah but the way i've seen it and felt it and experienced it like it looks like this or it could be like this or this is like one way to crystallize that set of data into an expression or an explanation of how it is yeah Oof. You're free to think what you want and decide what you want <laughs> so, so <good>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Nikki, I want to, I want to just like, uh, I mean, we could keep this going forever, but we kind of need to like draw it to a close. And the thing that I want to kind of, um, bring it back to is like, you have so much life force energy for a projector. And there is this, I have this constant thing that I'm always touching in human design around projectors. And this is that like, uh, you know, like, this concept of like, oh, we've been repressed and 2027 is when we get to come into our power. Yeah.
1: And no, it's this, no, no. And I
0: just feel like my gate 18 just goes spastic here with like, oh my God, there's so much offness around this message. And I used to get really like, again, pulled out my fisticuffs. And yeah, be-
1: I want to punch a lot of the human design teachers because I'm like, you give people <sighs> a fucking bad message. like. It doesn't help a projector handle their own bitterness about their energetic relationship with their own energetic resources because that's yeah. really what this is about. Yeah. To tell them that, I'm sorry, you have no access to any energy until someone invites you. Fuck off. Bullshit. It's mine. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I want with it. I don't care what you say. And great, yes, I love an invitation. Open doors, you invited me here, and I was just like, yes, 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 yes. I don't care how many times you want me to say yes, I'll keep saying yes, like it's all, I don't care. Like, mm, it's all anticipation, it's all delicious. And yet, like, the thing that projectors don't want to hear, and I'm gonna tell you this because I had to learn this the hard way, the truth is that a projector is responsible for activating their own energy. Full stop. End of story.
0: <laughs> I just, all I can do is laugh because I love you so much. I love no, you no, so I much. don't
1: care if you don't like it or it's not fair or you know mm, why can't I and it's not I don't need other people no you don't actually what I'll I'll tell you how this works for me and don't think that I haven't been like all up in my own shit stagnant as all get out eating fucking gnocchi and cake and laying about feeling sorry for myself because I have and every now and then I still go there because I'm human and life and energy etc but there is inside of every person every projector but every person but let's talk about projectors a thing, a spot, and if you want to talk about it from human design perspective, a gate or a something. You have some definition in your chart. Even if you're a reflector, you have some definition in your chart, but I'm not here to talk to reflectors. Um, that thing! Find it! Touch it! Play with it! What what turns it on? What wakes it up? For me, good. Racing car driving. I wanna beat every yeah, I wanna beat the boys, I wanna go faster, I wanna beat my own tire, I want mm, and then, mm, and then faster, wind in my hair, like going so fast that I feel like I'm out of control. I'm like, that's just like life. I need to get good at this. So dancing, music, food, whatever it is, the sun, nature. Go feed yourself on it. If you don't have somebody generated to eat off of, go fucking eat a tree. Energetically, I'm talking about. Go eat a lake. Go eat a dog. Like whatever. I'm just having so much fun. So it's not very like. So this this touch this... your pussy if you're a lady. Touch your cock. Oh please, it. please wake the fuck up. It's your job. And and this is like the the
0: this bitterness piece around the generators get to get lit and I just have to be the 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 guide of the village and so so
1: serious about resentment about like I just get their scraps no it's not that like I start the feast yes thank you thank you as a as a lit generator it is
0: so much fun to be around an even more lit projector and then that just that that to me is the the most delicious yummiest thing is to feel how successful you are at living your own life force energy and then i'm like invitation i, I give you all the invitation <laughs>
1: right that's like- exactly it right because as soon as i'm lit inside of myself like i start moving in the quantum realms if you will with like um there's an there's a word there um agility yeah you know there's this like oh awa- you got to be fucking awake because it's actually pretty fast out there in the quantum field zing 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 like this is happening that's happening feel the thing follow the thing like you don't have to rush you have to listen some things move faster some things move slower but if you're Laying down, feeling victimized. Now, nothing wrong with laying down, laying down important, good, delicious. But laying down, feeling victimized is, you might as well be actually working and earning some money, even if it's scrubbing toilets, which yeah. I've done. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there you go, projectors. You too can be lit. And we have Nikki here embodied. Human
1: even can be. It's your motherfucking responsibility. responsibility. That's and it. I think,
0: I mean, this goes for any person on the planet, regardless of what their type is. Like you have a self-responsibility to your own life force energy uh, and, and the makeup of that and what what in it, whether, whatever, whichever gate or sphere or whatever whatever, 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 put a label on it. But the thing inside of you that sparks that and then you feed that and then, you know, and then we get to have these incredible connections that are built from this like light-filled place, even with our shit uh, going on, you know, uh, underneath or at, in moments in time and all of that is perfect as well. And that is why it is all perfect. You can't get it wrong. You can't get it right. But here is here is the blanket invitation to every projector out there to be lit. Don't hand that responsibility over to the generators of the world.
1: And beware hey. of your own bitterness in doubling down on, like, <clears throat> there is work to do to clean up your own bitterness. 100%. I recommend emotional clearing, sp- specifically splenic um, and liver clearing type of things, energetically and emotionally, for that. Um, because then you can see out from under your own fog. Yeah. And you can feel more closely, like, that thing lights me up. Oh, I get excited. Oh, I like, mm, that feels good. Like you've got to listen to that thing and do it no matter what, whether or not someone's there, whether or not you think you should, whether or not someone else says you should or shouldn't fuck all of that. Do it for you.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nikki, where can people find you?
1: They can find me Nikki Carla N I K I K A L A on, um, Facebook on Instagram. Um, inside facebook and instagram are links to all my events that i host online and in person i have online energetic and emotional mastery programs i have like a gene keys group to attune your frequencies i have a group called thriving aliveness which is really about like getting down into your own life force and clearing up anything that's stopping you from expressing that and the gene keys is really about like attunement to your own like refined frequencies.
0: Amazing! Thank you so much, darling. It has been so much fun to jam with you on this. And it's... oh wait, I have
1: one more exciting thing. I yeah. have a new um, movement class called Electric Punani coming up in <laughs> two weeks. And I like since it hit me to do that, I've just been like zing zing. So I'm a bit excited about that. <laughs> You, you know like I, that you know I link, love that. In my link tree. That's in there.
0: It's great. And um yeah and I hope uh, all of the listeners have uh received something from this. And in fact, I don't hope, I know they have. This is the the conversation that if you received a laugh even like there's got to there has to be some juice in here for every single person. So there's that is a lot amazing. Of juice. So great. Um uh, if you have any uh anything that you want to let us know that landed in you or that you received, chuck it in the comments. We'd love to hear from you and uh thank you so much. Lots of love. Bye. Oh, I can feel it, I feel it, yeah. Oh, oh, oh.